talking shit, baby. Every episode, I promise you it's lit, baby. Every week, get some shit you can't miss, baby. Dylan Bob, still a vibe. Podcast game solidified, no cap. All fact like a snapper. Stream us on that Spotify or Apple, tap in. Roller coaster ride, strap in. We gon' take you for a ride, just take this shit and stride. All topics, sport the current event. Tell me who more current than this. Good luck with the mother shows, this the best one. Your sister and your brother knows. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. Yes, sir. Talking shop presented by Anchor. This is episode 116. I'm your host, Bobby Hall. And with me, as always, my co-host, Dylan Savage and Joe the Greek. How are we doing this week, boys? What is going I'm on, alive. fellas? Fellas. You're still alive. That's good, man. That's good. You've been with us for what now? Three, <laughs> four weeks full time. So it's good. Still, yeah, yeah. still hanging. You're on the yeah, right yeah. side of the grass. Right side of the grass. <laughs> what, what coffee company are you running with this week? You've been kind of back and forth. Um. Homemade, dude. Okay. I got a red cup. The cup is irrelevant. I just felt like showing you. Sure. uh, uh, Yeah. My wife uh, made me coffee. Ground your own coffee? Well, yeah. You've got these machines you can use at your house. That's fancy. You make your own. Yeah. (laughs) They're amazing. (laughs) She made it with uh, a protein shake instead of just like milk or anything. You know what I mean? So. Okay. I woke up inspired. Yoked up, man. Yeah, I mean, my bench probably had like three pounds extra today. Yeah, got to be minimal. Yeah. Well, let's go, man. Good, <laughs> good. Dylan, what about you? What's your drink? Are you, are you Tim Hortons this week? What are you? What are you rocking with? Um, I did not go out actually, so I'm rocking with a nice Colombian blend here, Meyer brand. Uh, sure. Okay. You know, a little K cups. Dig that. A little quick action. That's that's actually funny you say that. I actually went with two Colombian Meyer K cups as well what? in my my color changing Starbucks cup. That's, that's odd, man. I thought I'd be the only one with the at home brew. <laughs> no, man, man, that's no weird, way. man. No, I bought a Keurig like I don't know, like three or four months ago. I was using like a regular coffee machine, but I was like, whenever I make a pot, I'm the only one that really drinks it anyway, and then like half of it just goes to waste. So I was like, I'll just get the K cups, <laughs> yeah. pop two of those in or whatever, and then I'm good. It's great. Great yeah, machine. I love that thing. It is Shout a out. staple to my morning routine. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Plus you can yeah, you can pop it in and continue what you're doing, pack your lunch, you know, and on the work in the work day or whatever. So it's great. Very convenient. I but never drink regular, coffee this uh, year, man. What you said. Yeah, I'm like, it's new to me. I don't know what I'm doing. That's why I had my wife make it, because she has a college degree. Apparently, you need one of those. Yeah, I was going to say, if there's some sort of like scientific study, I feel like coffee drinking probably shoots up exponentially after the age of like 27 or something. Oh, probably. That's what Don't it feel was, too bad. What it seems like. Don't feel too bad. I mean, it was just like a couple weeks ago that I just found out you can order more than what's just on the menu at Starbucks. You can actually create your own things. <laughs> yeah, which they could, I mean, I can get out of hand. Yeah, you know, yeah but. it's endless. Endless. Yeah, 47.99, sir. What? <laughs> It'd probably be like $30, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I went there yesterday. I'll take they, the cake uh, and pop off, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson loves those, man. Dude. Speaking of, speaking of Jackson, when this episode drops on Monday, it's his, birth- it's his birthday, three years old. So He's three already? Yeah, man. Pretty crazy. 
Right. So, Jesus, um, today's I Saturday, and uh, he's gonna be going to see Blippy live. So he's pretty hyped up about it. You got Blippy right here. So Dylan, yeah, Dylan, put on. Make sure you put on a good show, man. I, I, I spent a lot on those tickets. I mean, yeah, city, Blippi, city to yeah. city. I mean, six nights a week. Sometimes, is it, where am I going to yeah. be at this time? You're. I mean, you're gonna be in Toledo, man. You're with Huntington. Is it the Huntington? Doing, the doing Huntington. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, That's why I thought. Yeah, so. That's why I thought. In front of a probably a crowd of you know four or five thousand, maybe I think it's probably what, what it holds. Easily. But yeah, yeah, man, it sucks. You can't even be mad at the artists anymore as far as like ticket prices go because I feel like Ticketmaster, the fees and shit that they make up, that stuff you're paying almost as much as the ticket, sometimes more. It's crazy. Everyone's like made up, like garbage. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's convenient yeah. convenience fee and some there's like three or four. It's convenient. Fees. The machine did all the work. It's a computer, not even like it just comes to my phone. Yeah, right. Like I, I gave you like, oh yeah, here's we charge you one percent because our computers use electricity. All right, well that's yeah. cool, I guess, but <laughs> real roundabout way of nickel and diamond me, but at least it makes sense. Right. Not just yeah. service fee more than the ticket. What the hell, man? Yeah, like Dylan, we were we were looking at um Jake Paul boxing tickets over there in yeah. Cleveland at Rock Mortgage Fieldhouse, and I think the actual tickets themselves, they were like nosebleeds. They were like $10 for the ticket. But after the fees and everything you pay for it, it was like 25 bucks. So you're paying less for the ticket than you are the fees. <laughs> and those Crazy. specific tickets are non, non-transferable, I believe, and not resellable. Yeah. So it's like you're kind of stuck with with that ticket. Yeah. Dumb. It's dumb, but he'll, be, he'll, have a, he'll have a good time. And then tomorrow we'll do all the... Uh, you know, the present stuff. I made sure to I think I probably got him a little too much, but whatever. That's just kinda Either the dad cool. thing. You always gotta spoil the kids, but Yeah, it's it's Yeah, three years old, man. Pretty wild. Happy birthday to Jax. But guys, very exciting times here for TSP. Uh we we've been talking this week that we're on a we're gonna be we're on a West Coast tour of sorts in in, in a way. Because <laughs> are the next three guests on the show, including today's guests. Are all although rooted in Ohio, I think all of them are. Or no, two out of three are rooted in Northwest Ohio. Um, they're all living out out west, so uh, we're calling it our RTSP West Coast tour. So that's that's going to be pretty uh, pretty fun. Dylan, um, make sure you get that oil change done, right? Before we, before we really hit the road here. I'm actually please here. So how we put him in charge of the TSP car? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Sludge. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also, speaking of the show, I've been just seeing all kinds of former guests, which you know, most of them are, are good friends of ours, um, just announcing really cool stuff, doing really cool things, experiencing um, awesome stuff. And it kind of made me realize that when they come on the show, Talking Shop, you uh, kind of get strapped with like a, a good luck rocket of sorts. And once you leave the show, you know, things just start booming for you. Like um, Chris Bassett, we had him on like about a year and a half ago and then what's he do he's an all-star this season uh one of the best in the league sam beal we had on and now um at the time i think he was just doing kind of spot shows for impact wrestling and now it seems like he's on every single week with um some of the biggest names in the industry so that's been awesome to watch uh kyle bin and his company from the grass up it seems like their business is just booming um and then yesterday we had joe van santa last on last year um, during quarantine time, and he said the company they worked for, Loop, just raised $65 million, which is incredible. So it seems like oh, they're yeah. doing 
Very well. Um, You love to hear that. Um, And then Al Geisel. I mean, he's been on more than anybody, I believe. You know, he landed his dream job not 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 so long ago. And he also runs Jumpstart Basketball, which they're running camps and like they're doing like travel leagues and like it's just crazy the growth that uh, he's experiencing on that end. So, um, and then the the big one we had Simone Eli on. She was our first, I believe, our first guest on this season, and she was just going on about how. She can't wait to, you know, be uh, a mother of her own children. She she's obviously a stepmom, but uh, she she'd be excited to kind of have children of her own. And then I think about a month ago, she announced that she was pregnant and they have a baby boy in the way. So uh, I've been telling all these guys that on on Facebook or Instagram that we're taking like two percent credit, and most <laughs> of them have agreed to uh, to accept that, and uh, we're gonna roll with that narrative. We're we're a lucky uh, we're a lucky podcast. So, well, those of you are listening, you, you know, if you uh, got some big stuff on the horizon, you're gonna want to come on because most likely yeah, it's, it is it's up. gonna blow come up. On up. Yeah, come on, yeah, come yeah. on, share, share it. We push it. You know, and the, the yeah. rest handles itself. Easy, yeah. <laughs> um, and then one, of the, I had to do one more shout out before we bring a guest on. Our guy, uh, he's gonna be coming on in two weeks. Jay Smith, he just dropped a uh, new freestyle. To the uh, Seeing Green instrumental that uh, Nicki Minaj, Drake, and Lil Wayne was on. It's really awesome. And um, that's on uh, SoundCloud. And he said, I don't really have a lot of info yet because I don't think he's announced very much. But I think by the time we have him on, he'll have dropped his latest project. So that will be awesome to be able to talk to him about that. Maybe get um, exclusive We had him listen. on last January. And uh, that was right around the time that... Kobe passed, so that was we had him on on that episode. He's a big Kobe fan, so that was that was kind of nice to be able to have him on and kind of reminisce and and talk about that. But this time around, it'll be uh, it'll be straight business, and he's always been a big supporter of ours. So I'm gonna be happy to to, to be able to help plug his latest project, get some ears on that, and kind of return the favor. Of course, very excited. That'll be cool. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like I said, we'd maybe get an exclusive listen, uh, a little sneak peek. Behind the curtains of the making, yeah, all that exclusive yep. TSP exclusive. I told him to bring us a couple tracks to see if we can play on the show, and I, I think that's what's going to happen. So that'll be cool to to kind of play a couple of those things, and then uh, you know we'll be able to talk about it and see who's on it. Maybe Sav's going to jump on. You know, always excited when those two work together. But that'll be a great show. But let's jump back into today's show. Um, we have a fantastic guest, um, somebody that, like I said, rooted in Northwest Ohio. We went to high school together, and uh, she eventually moved out west and is doing some gigantic things online and just uh, helping all kinds of people as far as fitness and, and wellness goes. And we're going to dive in, find out what made her want to start, uh, future goals, aspirations, and hopefully see if she can give us some tips on, on building up you know, your brand, your socials, um, the whole nine yards. But today's guest for episode 116 is Heather Cox. Heather Thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited to talk all things business, brand, yes. social media. We got it all. 100%. Yeah, thank you cuz uh I know you're back uh you're back home, you know, yes. this weekend, so Yeah. We, uh, we appreciate giving us, you know, a little bit of your time on a Saturday for you uh go out and cuz you're a busy lady, so um, yeah, and thank who, you very much. I was going to say, who else do you guys have West Coast? Oh, 
Um, I have a guy. It's it's. I was just telling these guys. I got a real kick out of. I used to work with him. His name actually is is Mike Jordan. Um, that's going to be an interesting. I'm sure we'll we'll definitely talk about that at great. Oh, I love it. He went to Northwood, I believe. Okay. Uh, he lives out in California, and then yeah, this is Jay Smith. He actually lives in Arizona as well. Oh, nice. Um, okay. And he went to. I met him through um Nate Walter and those guys yep. back in the BG days. Oh and, yeah. Uh, he's from Cleveland, and now yeah, he lives out in Arizona. So. Ooh. But yeah, you're the start of uh the Woo-hoo! West Coast tour, like we said. So I love it. Yeah, feeling honored. Absolutely. But um, we'll get right into it. Yeah. Um, you you're um, are would you call yourself like a fitness coach, or what, what would you classify yourself? Yeah, as? yeah. I would say online online health and fitness coach. I feel like it's a very broad title. Um, because I help my clients with fitness, I help them with workouts, nutrition, mindset. I, so it's kind of just all encompassing. Um, it kind of started, I would say as like a fitness coach, I'm, I would say I'm kind of transitioning more so into almost like a life coach. Um, yeah, that's where I would say more, more so life coach now than, than fitness coach. Life coach. Okay. That's pretty cool. Um, I've, I've seen the posts a couple times, um, over the years. I think you shared it somewhat recently. Um, Mm -hmm. but it all kind of started where you were kind of helping yourself out. Where mm-hmm. at that point, I mean, you can tell the story too, because it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but once you got where you, you wanted to be uh, with yourself, when did it kind of click that you wanted to turn this into where you kind of do the same thing, but with, with other people? Yeah. So it kind of started like you had said, like I, you know, I was 35, 40 pounds overweight and just didn't, you know, I didn't feel confident with myself. I was always tired, things like that. And so I was like, I, I need to make a change. Um, and I had tried all of the fad bullshit diet. And I hope it's okay that I'm cussing on, on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> all right, I, I just wanted to make sure. Sometimes <laughs> people are like, uh, can you can you hold the cuss words? And I'm like, sorry, they just kind of come out sometimes. But um, but no, I you know I got sick of like the bullshit diets. And so it was like I kind of just did a little bit more research on my own and stuff and got really intrigued. And I ended up losing 35 pounds. And really just changed my overall like outlook on life and stuff. You know, I was happier. I had better relationships, things like that. And so that kind of like got me into the whole like health and fitness thing. And I was like, okay, if this can change my life this much, like I can only imagine what it can do for others. And so um, I started with personal training. I did did a little like in-person training and stuff. And um, I had a couple online clients and my online clients were seeing like, way better results just because I had a control of their nutrition. They were checking in with me every single week. Whereas like the in-person, it was like, I would see them a couple times a week, but it was like for an hour and that was it. So, um, I actually hired a business coach, some stranger that I met online, heard him on a podcast, got the <laughs> podcast. Um, but I heard him on a podcast, you know, he kind of started from scratch, started from nothing. And so I was like, all right, I'm sold. I, maxed out my credit card, paid the guy $5,000. And I was like, this is either going to be the best decision I ever make or probably the worst decision I ever make. But (laughs) I think, you know, kind of looking back and this is something I try to live my life by now. It's like, you know, if, if you, if you don't try, you're never going to know. So it's like, you know, let's, let's try this out. So I ended up hiring him. That was in October of 2017. And at the time I was working in, um, with the Cleveland Cavaliers for their marketing team. So things were very exciting at that point yeah. as well with, oh, yeah. with the Cavs coming off like a championship run. And um, 
but my business kind of started taking off and, you know, I started to realize, okay, like I got to make a decision here. Like let's, let's leave this glamorous Cleveland Cavaliers job and, and try it out. Um, Wait, so you're the reason LeBron left. This is exclusive. I mean, is it? Is it not a coincidence? That's what I'm saying. Is it not a coincidence that, like, oh my God, I left in April, he left in June. Uh, Yeah. You were the final straw. He's like, Heather left, I'm out. Like, I got to go. You guys are both out west now, too. So, yeah. We we both went to the west coast. Um, This is crazy. Um, that's what I'm saying. And another coincidence is that I'm pretty sure the Cavaliers, and you said you were a marketing team with them. Yep. Wasn't there like whole saying through that playoff was all in two one six and then you go all yep. in with your career? Yep. That's that's another yep. coincidence, I think. One one hundred percent, hundred percent, and that's and that's you know that's what you got to do. It's like you, I mean, dude, it's it's, it's scary as shit. Like yeah, I, was, I was gonna I, say, how scary is that jump? Oh my gosh, I I cried. I think the entire week leading up to like leaving my job because it's. You know, entrepreneurship, it's very scary. You don't have a stable income. You never know like what's gonna happen. Your business you hear the nine out of ten ten businesses fail. So I remember like going into my boss's office and I was just like shaking. My voice was so shaky. Like I was like almost in tears. She's like, Is everything okay? And I was just like, This is really hard for me. But you know, I was like, My my business is is really kind of taken off and you know, I just I can't balance the two and this is something that I'm very, very passionate about. And um, yeah, so decided to make the leap in, in April twenty eighteen. Nice. And then congratulations on making that leap. Now, Thank my question you. would be, did your boss kind of give you that safety net to where like you can come back anytime if things don't work out or did you want it to be <laughs> a strong cutoff so that you didn't have that uh, to lean back on? Yes, I wanted it to be that strong cutoff. And I would say maybe five to 10 percent of the people that I told actually were like, oh, like you're going to do this. Like you're you know, you're going to make this work. Everybody else and my boss included like oh, well, you know, do you think that's going to make enough money? Do you think you're going to be able to live like that? And, um, you know, I had somebody say, well, what are you going to do when you run out of money? And so I had all these negative kind of like, you know, and it had me questioning myself of like, is this really going to work out? But again, it's, it's like, if you look back on your life, like, it's like, if, if you don't try, you're never going to know. And, you know, it's, I could always go back and get a a corporate job, but I'm like, why would you want to? Yeah. And that's especially now, like, you know, being in the business for a couple of years, it's like the flexibility. Yeah, you're so free now. You can do whatever you want. You know, it's like I'm living in Ohio a couple of weeks. I'm living in Arizona a couple of weeks. So, yeah, it is it has worked out. And honestly, that use I almost use that as like fuel to my fire of just like, okay, well, I'm going to prove you wrong and show you that, like, yes, if you do have the passion, you do have the drive, like you can truly make anything work. Awesome. Um, when you initially went out there, did um, your sister, Hannah, shout out, um, did she go yes. with you at the beginning too or did she follow through it later on? She was actually out there before I was. Okay, that's right. So okay. um, yeah, she moved out in 2016 and my goal was always to move to L.A. Um, I don't know. I visited and I was like, oh, short, I love huh? this. Yeah. And so... I was like, well, I don't want to go to LA yet. So I was like, let me stop in Scottsdale and stopped in Scottsdale and never made it to LA. I just love, love, uh, love Arizona. So. Beautiful golf course. Is that here. still a plan someday or are you, you kind of good where you're? No, you so I definitely not, not California, especially with everything kind of going on right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the goal I think is, 
have a house in Arizona. I have a house in like maybe like Colorado or something like that. So I can kind of get, because man, those, those Arizona summers, 115 degrees. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to prepare yourself for that. Better yet, scorpions. Oh, we got scorpions. Dude, we got rattlesnakes. Why? Yeah, what do you know? There's no way Arizona, not happening, See, dude. But it's like my my thought is okay. I either take the 115 or I take the sometimes negative temperatures that Ohio has, and I'm like, I'm taking the heat all day. I'd rather sweat than freeze my ass off. Yeah, yeah but that cold murders those animals that are trying to kill you. That, that is so, that is true. Uh, you just gotta, you just gotta be aware. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's a dry heat out there. I, yes. The Ohio yeah. summer is where it's like it'd be like eighty-seven, but it's like hundred percent humidity. Sure, stuff is the worst. Oh, I hate that's it. Terrible. That's like today, a, like today's gonna be like that for sure. Yes, I'm like that's I do worst. not do not miss this. <laughs> yeah, no way. All right, yeah, yeah you sold me a little bit more. I heard nothing yeah. but beautiful things about Arizona though, like from their like beautiful golf courses. Oh like, my gosh, like the, the golf, the the hikes, the yeah. 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 Oh my gosh, the food scene! I'm a huge foodie, and oh yeah, my we'll gosh, get into that. have to like you, you just you could go to a different restaurant, I think, for like three years, and you would never go to the same restaurant. Like, really? there's just so what? much food out there. Does Arizona have like a specialty thing, food wise? Or they just kind of got a little bit of everything. I think they did. Yeah, they have a little bit of everything. Okay. I don't know if they're like specifically known for anything. Right. Okay. A lot of good food though. For sure. Okay. Um, turquoise. Yeah. Right. <laughs> as far as uh, like when you when you like work with somebody, mm-hmm. how uh, like they reach out and say, "Hey, Heather, like I want I'm interested in losing X amount of weight, or mm-hmm. I want to do this." Um, like, where do you guys kind of go from there to kind of figure out game plan? Yeah. Nutrition? So, so and this is something I kind of learned over the years is like, you know, just like, I mean, any business that you're working with clients is like, you're not going to be the right coach for everyone. Just like not everybody's going to be the right client for you. And so I have like usually about an hour to an hour and a half call with them kind of just figuring out, you know, where they've been, what they're struggling with, what they're working towards. And then if I feel like I can offer them the support, then, you know, we kind of come up with a game plan together. Um, but if not, then I have a ton of like other coaches and stuff that I'm in like a network with that I'll say, Hey, I think this would be a better person for you. So yeah, that initial call is in, and again, this is something that I've, um, been able to kind of do as I've grown my business is be a little bit more selective and just a sense of like, Hey, I don't think, and I think that the client's going to appreciate it too, of like, I don't think I can get you to where you want to be. So I'm going to be upfront with you and save you the time and the money. So let's figure out like, can we come up with this game plan? Let's, you know, spend the next hour, hour and a half, figure that out, see what that looks like. And then we go from there. Um, and then, yeah, we'll kind of set them up with a workout plan. We'll set them up with like a nutrition plan. Um, we, we have them work through like certain mindset exercises and kind of breaking through like limiting beliefs and stuff. So it's a very like in-depth thing and it's, it's definitely, it's a big change and it's a very scary change. Um, so again, I want to kind of make sure on that initial call that that person is ready because not a lot of people are ready. I know I wasn't ready for years and then one day it was just like, shit i need to i need to figure something out so um that's kind of kind of how it initially starts yeah and mm-hmm. I, I bring this up with every uh like fitness guru that we bring to interview yeah. and i wanted to say and get your opinion on this is like yep. nutrition the biggest soul factor of all plans that you create <sighs> 
It's a tough question. I would say yes and no, because part of it, and this is something I learned myself, is like, you know, I could give you the best nutrition, the best workout plan possible. You could follow it to a T. But if you truly don't believe mindset wise that like you can do this, like if you're continually telling yourself, like, I can't lose this weight, I can't lose this weight, I can't lose this weight, like, it's not going to, it's just not going to happen. And so that's a, a big thing that I have to work through. I would say, you know, not, nutrition and mindset coincide with one another and, and they both play a very, very large role. Cause again, it's like, if you were to tell, you know, you have Bobby, you were talking about it, J- Jackson, right? Did you say? Yeah. Yep. Jack, you know, if you were to tell him over and over and over and over and over again, like, Hey, you're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid. Even if he's like, you know, reading Chinese at three years old, he's going to believe he's stupid because that's what you've been telling him for the past, you know, how many years. So it's yep. the same thing with our mindset. It's like, if we've been telling ourselves, like, I can't do this, this isn't for me, this is just how I'm made, you know, that's a, that's a really big obstacle that we have to work through. I'd say then mindset is probably even the biggest. You, know, you probably just yeah. sold me on that because you need the mindset to eat the right foods. You yep. need the mindset to go out yep. there and perform the duties you need to perform to get the physique you want to get. Yeah. And I think that's one thing a lot of people, and again, I know it's something I looked over for years. It was just like, this is how I am. This is who I am. This is how it was built. This is how it was made. And, you know, you adapt that mindset. And so it's like, you've if you've been telling yourself that for 10 to 12 years, it's sometimes that takes, you know, years to kind of unbreak those beliefs. Right. Yeah. And then habits, this is aside from mindset, because mm-hmm. mindset is like, like you said, takes years to kind of like break those yep. habits. Um, but other just like minuscule habits of just even going to the gym, be like, it takes about, I think 26, I think I read somewhere um, in an article where it says 26 days to make and break habits. So if you do something mm-hmm. consistently for 26 days, it's going to become part of your natural routine. Um, so th- just a month, stick with it with a month and then see, and yep. I guess step back and look at where you're at there. Yep. A hundred percent. And I think the important thing too, like, yeah, it's building those habits and it's also finding something, you know, we are bombarded. It's like the weight loss industry is a billion dollar industry. Like we are advertised day in and day out of, Hey, here's the best diet. Here's the best diet. Here's the best workout. But it's like, you have to find, you have to truly find something that's going to work for you. And I look back on some of the like crazy shit that I did. Like I would, you know, eat vegetables for two weeks straight and I would lose 20 pounds. And I'm like, well, yeah, like I was not eating anything. Like, <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And so it's like, I look back at that though. And I'm like, why, why did I think that would work? Like I, I couldn't sustain that. And so it's, again, it's kind of comes back to the mindset of like you getting into the mindset of like, is this something that like, this, is this a workout routine I can do for the rest of my life? Is this a nutrition plan that I can follow for the rest of my life? And so like you kind of said, it's like, it all really stems from mindset. I like that. I like that. Um, now with you doing all this stuff, basically, you know, video chats, phone calls and stuff, mm-hmm. have you ran into somebody who's foolish enough since, cause they're, they're wasting their time and money, but try to kind of bullshit you with like results. Be like, yeah, I lost this number of pounds and just kind of wrote it down. But yeah, this, I, I'm meeting all my, my goals and stuff. Um, even though they, they probably what? shit that week. So luckily I haven't ran into that issue. Only reason though being is because I make all of my clients take progress photos. So I'm oh, like, I check sense. in with them every single week. I'm like, Hey, let's see what you you're looking like. And the majority of the women that I work with come to me usually eating anywhere from like a thousand to 1200 calories. So instead of this is sounds crazy to the 
average person, but it's like what we do is we actually increase their food. So I'll take them from eating 1200 calories to about 19 to 1900 to 2000. And like I had one girl, she lost 15 pounds by doing that. And it, you know, it, it goes against the grain of everything we've been taught. So, um, but the scale doesn't always reflect those changes. So that's why we have them take like, Hey, let's see where our body composition is. Let's see, you know, how our hips look, our waist look, things like that. And to kind of tailor off what of Bobby was trying to thought mm-hmm. was saying, um, any bad photoshops? <laughs> not yet. Knock, I'm going <laughs> to knock on wood because let's, let's hope that, <laughs> let's hope that that doesn't happen. But, um, yeah, luck. I've been, I've been pretty lucky with, um, but again, I think part of it too is because I do screen my clients. Like I can tell if somebody's going to be like a bullshitter and just like, they don't want to do the work, but they want the results. I'm not going to be the right coach for you because I'm just, I'm not going to deal with that bullshit. Um, and so it's like, we get on a very good wavelength from the start. Um, I've only had one client that we kind of had to like part ways halfway through because she just, you know, she was very, she wanted to lose the weight. She didn't care if she had to eat 800 calories. And, you know, my morals as a coach is like, I'm more looking at it in the sense of like, I want you to have the long-term health rather than like, Hey, how much weight can we lose in the next 12 weeks? Um, but other than that, it's, it's, it's been pretty good. So I've been pretty lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what are your thoughts on like some of these fad diets that have kind of, um, gotten really popular? Obviously your keto, oh, is it paleo? Apple cider vinegar. Oh my gosh. A classic. (laughs) They, they just, they make me, I mean, they make me cringe, but they also like, it makes me so sad because I was one of those people who did those, you know, I bought the diet pills, I bought the teas, I bought, and it's, you just, you want, oh my gosh, it's just, you know, you want to, men and women, you just want to feel so, you want to feel comfortable in your skin and it's like, you know, you so you're going to do whatever it takes, but it's like that doing those diets just re it comes back to that mindset. It reinforces that like, you can't do this. You can't do this. You can't sustain it, but it's not you. It's the diet. Like you, we can't not eat. I mean, unless a doctor like tells you like, don't eat carbs. It's like carbs. We need carbs for, to function, to have energy, to like, go through our day. Like, you know, we need fats. We need all of, we need all of these things. And some of these crazy diets, it's just like, it goes back to again, like the billion dollar industry of like, Hey, like how much, how, how can we make a quick buck off of you? And it's, I mean, again, it more than anything, it just breaks my heart because I was one of those people. And I know there's many people out there who, you know, they just, they want to do something that's going to make them feel better in their own skin. And so they're, they, they do these crazy things, but looking at it, like something I always tell my clients is like, look at it for the long term. Like, Hey, is this something you can sustain? And if not, don't put yourself through that misery of losing the weight, gaining the weight, losing the weight, gaining the weight, and just kind of get it, being on the same cycle. That's the beauty of your business really. And that, that mm-hmm. I guess like the luxury that you give to your clients is that you can perform all these things, lose the weight, stay healthy while eating all those things. And that's exactly it. And that's like my biggest, like, advocate is like hey you can eat pizza and still lose fat you can eat ice cream and still lose weight like it's freaking possible it's just it's i'm not saying you're gonna go eat like an asshole for for every single meal (laughs) but you know it's like if you have a good balance of you know getting your nutrients in then you know enjoy the ice cream enjoy the pizza enjoy the burgers what's your favorite recipe i've seen your on your instagram you've got a bunch of these oof i don't know i don't know how many you had on there a million let's say Oh my gosh, that's such a hard question. Because top five, I just, then. Top five. Top five. 
I, I mean, anything, anything with ice cream, anything with peanut butter. All right, all right. Um, I don't have like a favorite. I, I feel like I don't have like a favorite meal. I love making flatbreads, like pizzas and stuff like that. Um, I'm very much a sweets person, so like French toast, like protein French toast, protein pancakes, like very big I, into those things. I haven't had French toast in like a year. Oh. I, I would love amazing. that. That sounds incredible. It's yeah. so good. And and it's the thing is like, and that's what people, it's like crazy because like, again, we've been like um, conditioned to think like a diet has to be chicken, broccoli, rice. Like you don't eat any of your favorite foods, but it's like, dude, you can eat French toast for breakfast. You can eat pancakes for dinner. You can have, you know, a, a rice bowl for lunch or flatbread for lunch. It's like, you know, find the foods that make you feel good, that taste good to you. And not only do you lose the weight, but you keep it off. I'm a cheater, though. I went and got a gastric bypass surgery. So, just there's it's weird. Uh, like, there's no bread at all. You you're, know what I mean? You're not able to eat bread. No, anything that's sticky, man. Anything huh. like you can have like flat stuff, like the flat bread. That's what. Yeah. Sorry, I, I know it came out of nowhere, but the flat bread thing is like the only kind of bread I could have. Like wraps and stuff, like pitas and yeah. wraps and. Yep. Huh. That's the only thing. I don't know. It kind of brought that to my attention. Like, oh, yeah. French toast sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. How long How long has it got to be like that? Forever? Forever. Oh, man. Really? Yeah. No bread forever? Oh, I got a weird little... I got, yeah, I mean, pretty much. Is any any other foods that... Yeah, no rice. Stuff like that. Anything okay. that sticks to your teeth, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's because huh. of the did, did that... Because I have... Um... A couple of my sister's friends, like they've had it. Do does your like stomach shrink? Like you're not able to eat as many calories? Oh yeah, it's okay. Um, it's it's like half my fist. I don't know. It's not over over your ears. You can't really tell what that means. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no real good size. It's it's tiny. I can't. Uh, you probably drink like half a water bottle. That makes hmm. sense. Like liquid yeah. wise, you're full. Uh. Uh, it's terrible when you want to like stay hydrated. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. Because the problem is I can't absorb those nutrients. Yeah. Like from the food. Because my stomach's so small and it just moves out. You mm. know what I mean? Is there, uh, is there like a substitute way that you get those nutrients then? If it's like vitamins. Vitamins? Mm. Vitamins and, oh, okay. and I have to uh, eat my meals and often. You know what I mean? It's pretty much an all-day chore. I was gonna say, do you eat like a couple like more small meals than like bigger mm-hmm. meals? Yeah. Yeah, everything's a small meal. Yeah. It's, a, it's impossible. It's like impossible to. Uh, I mean, you can overeat. You know what I mean? You can yeah. do that, but uh, it just comes up. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much. What if? I mean, this is probably a dumb question, but like, if you eat a piece of bread, are you just like, like gonna croak or what? What happens? That's a possibility. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, no, it, it can seriously get stuck on that. Oh. Yeah. It's uh, you know, not cool. <laughs> I don't want to do that. And I don't want to find out. But anyways, yeah. well, derailed right, right, yeah. off French toast. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> so it goes oh, to portionizes no, though. Idea, it goes to portionizes though, as far as like when you create these meal plans, you, you can eat all these things like burgers, pizza, um, etc., and still lose weight. But it's based on the portions that you're eating at those times and the frequency that you're eating in. 
Yeah. Yep. And that's one thing like, so, and it, and it can, it's, it's going to depend on the person. Um, you know, Joe, obviously you kind of said you're, it's like works for you to eat small meals, but you know, I think again, we've been programmed to believe, okay, you know, breakfast at nine, lunch at noon, dinner at five, don't eat after seven, eat six small meals, eat three small, three big meals. It's like, (laughs) you know, no, it's just, it's figure out what works best for you. Like, you know, if you're a very busy person, you only eat two meals, you only eat two meals. Like at the end of the day, it's about how many calories you ate. As long as you hit your calorie goal, like whatever you're aiming for, it doesn't matter if you eat them at nine o'clock in the morning, if you eat them at 10 o'clock at night, as long as you're fitting those calories within that, that 24 hour window, that's the most important part. I think that's the most, that's the hardest part. I think yeah. not that I'm bad mm-hmm. at math. It's just more so just calculating your calories. And there's people that even yep. do mac- macros and all that yep. uh, business. Yep. And it's yeah. like, that's foreign language to me. Blows yeah. my mind. I don't and that's that's what I usually like eventually I get my clients into macros but I usually just start them off with like hey let's hit this calorie and protein goal protein is something most people under consume so I usually have my clients start there and and again like a lot of times it's like I'll have them when they start it's like hey track your food for a week let me see where you're at you know if you're eating a thousand calories we're gonna work to increase your food but if you're eating 3000 calories, then we're going to work to decrease your food. So it kind of depends where they're at in terms of that. Gotcha. Um, and then we'll go from there. And then correct me if I'm Can wrong. You... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but the standard usually uh, practice for when you're calculating your protein uh, yep. intake, it's like one gram of protein per pound you weigh. Yeah. So that's what I usually have my clients on. Um, you know, but let's say I have somebody start and they're eating like 50 grams of protein. They weigh 200 pounds. It's very hard to eat 200 grams of protein if you've only been eating 50. So I'll, I'll be like, Hey, let's start, let's aim for 75. Okay. Then let's, once they hit that, then it's working to increase that. But yeah, if you can, um, I usually do anywhere between like 0.7 to one grams per pound of body weight. That answer, that answers That's my question. so much protein. It's That's, a lot of yeah, and yeah, it's like it it's crazy. Even two hundred grams. That's so much protein. And if you, I, ha, I do have a couple of vegetarian clients, so it's oh, hard wow. for them oh, because yikes. it's like basically I'm like just eat a shit ton of meat, eat chicken, eat ground turkey, <laughs> eat beef, like eat all the meats, eat all the animal products. But then like a vegetarian, and I'm like, oh man, we gotta we gotta figure this out. I mean, we we make it work, but it's definitely a lot harder. If you was it beans? Beans, lentils, peanuts. Like, oh my gosh, it's it's crazy. It's hard. That's for sure. Yeah, a lot of impossible. impossible burgers. A lot of impossible burgers. Yes, amen, amen. And it, it's nice sometimes because <laughs> vegetarians they eat eggs and stuff, so they can do eggs and egg whites. But yeah, if, oh. I, if we get vegans, a little bit oh, rough man. figuring out those protein goals. Ooh. One of the uh, posts I seen not too long ago. Um, was how you decided a few years ago to to stop drinking altogether, mm. and um, mm-hmm. you know, back back in our younger days, we, you know, we had some times when we, yes, you know, we did, few, and yes, we did. I got to the point probably about two, three, four years ago where I was like, all right, these hangovers and stuff are really just beating my ass for like two days now at a time. It'd be like forty eight hour turnaround for like <laughs> normal. So I'm like, I will casually do it every once in a while but i would say maybe like i can count on one hand anymore per year that i do it but um i'm I'm assuming that probably also goes into you know um your fitness regimen a little bit obviously alcohol is kind of uh you know an ugly point there but what uh what other factors you know went in on that for you to just kind of cut it out completely 
Yeah, I mean, definitely, like you kind of said, the hangovers were like, holy crap, I feel like hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But also, like, just, I just kind of realized, like, it wasn't, it wasn't serving me any longer and, like, what I wanted to do, you know, I, I mean, Bobby, you can attest, there were some crazy, crazy times yeah, back in, yeah, uh, for sure. Back in some DC. I can't remember, but, yeah. yeah same, same. <laughs> um, and I just started to realize, it, you know, I was like, I don't want to live my life like this. And, um, you know, it's my family, like, they love to drink. So it's like, I'm not somebody that's like, gonna go like condemn somebody for drinking. Like, I love being the DD. I love making sure people make it home safe. And, um, things like that. But it was just, you know, I, I got tired of kind of like feeling like shit when I woke up, I got tired of not remembering my nights the night before. Like, <laughs> it was just like one thing after the other. And, I, you know, I, I one day I was just like, I'm just gonna try to like give this up. Like I didn't plan to like, and it's not to say I'm never gonna have a sip of alcohol for the rest of my life. But I was just like, you know, let's let's just see how long this goes. And that was in March of 2019. And I haven't had a drink since. So have you because there's only that one season that you would have been able to because last year the pandemic stuff but have you been to a Browns tailgate now that you've stopped I, what's, I, what's that like now? I have not I have not okay. been but I do want to go to I, especially now that they're freaking like amazing because yeah. when right. I was in Cleveland they, that was sucked um, <laughs> but I do still want to go back and I you know I've just I still get like people give me shit for it like oh why like you don't want to have fun you don't like to have fun and I kind of just play it off now, but again, it's just like, I just, I feel so much better and, um, yeah, I just, just, that'll be the real test. That it, it will. There, it's, it's hard really to resist there. Yeah. It's all over the place, but yeah, that's what's, I mean, that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, and respectable because obviously you're still pretty young and, and all of our friends and our friends group that, you know, they basically are still kind of, you know, hitting the scene or, um, you know, having their drinks and whatnot. Like I was just with, you know, obviously I talked to, to Nick and Griff often and those yeah. guys go just as hard now as they did, you know, 10 years ago. So <laughs> yep, I don't yep. know. I don't know how they still do it, but oh still my God. Yeah, how was the question? I know. Yeah, it's I, like, I don't know. Cause you, I talked uh, to them the day after and, they, and they're always in deep pain, but yeah, yep. I don't know. But um, yeah, I wanted to add, I was interested. I, I seen that post and I was like, you know, that's pretty cool. So I, I kind of wanted to see what the, yeah. uh, the factors were in on that. Um, got a few more questions here mm-hmm. um one of them being with what you're doing now what are your ultimate goals and aspirations yeah so my i actually just was working on some of my goals my ultimate goal is to be a multi-million dollar company um have a team of 50 plus employees and um just continue to help impact women and eventually like i would like to bring on more coaches to kind of like help men too um i personally just don't feel like aligned with like working with men like i feel like men can talk better to just how they feel and stuff just like i can talk to women better like that so um definitely want to get some more kind of like assistant coaches and stuff like that on my roster um i currently have one person working for me um so yeah just kind of continuing to grow the company continue to impact people through their health and fitness you know again it it just it truly changed my life just with how i was as a person my confidence how i showed up in relationships how i presented myself and um that's something i've been able to see change through the women that i have worked with and just want to continue continue growing with that now, when you do, everything does blow up for you and stuff. You got to make sure you have at least a, a Midwest hub. Oh, yes. Ohio, oh, yeah. You know? we, yeah. Hey, we got to keep the roots here. We got to sure, keep the roots sure. here. Sure. So. 
Ever uh, thinking of possibly getting like own your own facility, possibly for clients? You know, yes and no. Um, I've thought about it, but one the one thing that's nice is like right now. I don't have overhead costs. Like I have certain things like my training platforms and like I have my clients go through like online courses and stuff like that. But it's like an online business is so convenient because it's like you have very minimal overhead cost. Whereas, you know, if you have that facility, it's like you pay for the electric, you pay for the equipment, you pay for the people running it. Like it's like right now I'm, I'm making so much profit because I do have very little cost. It's, so I don't know. I go I go back and forth on that. On I would, I would not blame you at all. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Your freedom alone. Yeah, if it's online, you could. And that's you could do it, it wherever you're at. It's, yeah, and that's that's the beauty of it. Is like you know you can I can be in Ohio for a couple months. I can be in Arizona for a couple months. It's like before the pandemic, like I had um, goals. Like I want to go overseas and spend a couple months there and just you know see their culture and stuff. So yeah, we'll kind of see see where things land. There it is. Um, and I kind of branch off that. This is kind of a question that maybe even affect um, us here at a talking shop. But yeah. ways that uh, you've helped kind of build your brand up online and just overall, and and you know maybe some advice for people like us or anyone else that's kind of uh, trying to work their way up, you know, on that side of things, mm-hmm. running numbers up. Yeah, and I think it's it's doing what you guys are doing in this terms of just kind of showing up, you know, and being yourselves. Like I, you know, even just like your intro and stuff like that. Hearing you guys just like bullshitting and stuff like that's what people connect with, and that's one of the things that I think has really helped me build my business. Is like I show up as who I am. Like if people don't like me, they don't like me. Those aren't my people. Those aren't the people that I want to work with. But the people who do like me, they stay. Um, and it's also especially with like Instagram and stuff, you know, making sure you're showing up consistently, like between stories, between posts. I, you know, obviously we were talking about reels before Instagram is really, really pushing reels right now. So it's like if you post reels, they're going to show your content to, you know, new eyes because that's their like latest thing. Um, but yeah, I think my biggest point with that is just really making sure you're you're showing up but also just being who you are like don't try to act like this person that just to try to please everybody because you know you're not you're not going to attract the right people um you know just be yourself and that's what that's what people really connect to and also i would say too like showing the hardships like i can't tell you how many times i've showed up on my instagram story crying just because building a business is hard it's like there's many many days that i want to give up and i ask myself am i really cut out to do this but you know and i think people really relate to that and because we live in this like you know world of like hey look at this person look at this person and you know they're always comparing themselves so if you can kind of just like be relatable and show that like you also struggle with with all of these things that any normal person is going to struggle with, um, they're just going to like you and trust you and, and build the connection from there. The humanity. Okay. I like that. Love it. I'll definitely take some, some from that and uh, put it into what we got going on. Cause we're, uh, we made a little noise, you know, we've, yeah. we're, 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 but we're, uh, we're kind of against, I guess the, the level ceiling that we're at now, we're trying to break through into the, into the next level and beyond. But, yeah, how, long, cool. so, how long have you guys i know you this was a hundred something episode how long have you guys been doing this uh two years two years okay yeah yeah so That's awesome and then at first we were kind of fo- more focusing on the actual content getting yeah. sound and everything good and then kind of this second year is where we kind of started to try to dive into social media and, and just kind of getting 
brand stuff up because as we've come to find out um you know trying to get even like friends people like to support click like like mm-hmm. your page and stuff can be kind of difficult so yeah very difficult. Uh, we're trying to trying to uh you know aim at uh the people that don't know about us see if we can bring them in yeah and kind of go from there i'll definitely give you guys a shout out I appreciate, appreciate that. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on here. Of course. Um, I have a I have advice. I have a question yes. for people who, uh, when they're on like the fitness road and whatnot, you'll have that day where you wake up and you're like, I don't feel like getting out of bed. I don't want to go to the gym and stuff. What kind of advice would you have for people who uh, are having kind of a, a struggle to find the motivation to kind of to seize that day? Yeah. So there's a couple things I would recommend. Um, one, and I always tell my clients this is you never regret the workouts that you do. Like you have never gone and done a workout and been like, damn, I am so mad. I just did that workout. It's, you know, you regret the ones that you don't do, but also just asking, and this, I think it goes for your health and fitness. It goes for a relationship. It goes for building a business, but it's like, why? why, why do you want to get up and go to the gym? Why do you want to build this business? Like, like for me, it was like building a business. It was like, I want to change people's lives. I want to help impact them. Like it impacted me, you know, same thing with, with going to the gym or, you know, tracking your nutrition, trying to hit your nutrition goals. It's like, why did you start this? And a lot of times with most of the women I work with, it's like, I just want to feel comfortable in my clothes. I want to feel confident when I look in the mirror. And so, you know, a lot of people, when they start a health and fitness journey, it's, I want to lose weight. And I ask them why they don't really have an answer. So I would just, you know, I would say like dig deep and figure out what is that root reason for why you want to do this and use that. There's going to be many, many days that you don't want to, you know, you don't want to get up and and go to the gym. And, um, you know, Dylan, you were kind of talking about building habits. It's like those days that you don't want to go, you get up and go, you're building the discipline to create this as a lifestyle. It's like, you know, there's numerous days I don't want to get up and go to the gym, but it's just a part of my routine now. Um, and so on those days that, you know, you, it's the last thing that you want to do. It's like, I call it the little, um, I think I, I pulled it from, there's this guy, his name is Andy Frisella. He calls it the inner bitch voice. You're going to have this little inner bitch voice. It's like, <laughs> you don't need to go to the gym. It's fine. Like you don't need to work out all this stuff, but it's like, No, you say, screw you. Like, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to get this workout in. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to prove to you, like, what I am truly capable of. Yeah, and then everyone has their own reasons of why they want to go to the gym, as you just explained a couple there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some, like myself, want to be sculpted and sensitive. Bobby knows all about it. What are your opinions on men who are sculpted and sensitive? And what I mean by that, not sensitive and, like, you know, in in the negative term of it, but more sensitive, like the man who is in touch with his emotions wears his heart on his sleeve and is also sculpted. Yeah. I think that's fucking amazing. Like I, and, and again, one of the things that I've really learned over this journey of starting my own business, I've, I've really gotten into the personal development side of things is like, you know, we have been taught, we've been taught so many different things growing up, you know, whether it's with health and fitness, whether it's like, you know, you kind of talking about men being sensitive, it's like men are taught not to cry. I think men crying is one of the strongest things that they can do because you are truly showing your most vulnerable self. But then you're also, you know, like you said, you're, you're this manly person, like crushing it in the gym. It, it just goes to show that like, you're, you're comfortable with who you are. And, Um, you know, it's knowing that it's just like, we all have emotions. We all have feelings. It's like express your feelings and just do, do what you want to do. Best of both worlds. Amen. A freaking men. (laughs) That's right. hundred percent. 
Uh, I got. I'm gonna ask one more thing, Dylan. Yes. We'll, get, we'll get to the mill, but I have to ask because I'll kick myself or not. But big Duke fan, huge oh, Duke fan. Oh yes, um, so this sad is Coach about K's last K. season. So that very last game, there be. I, mean, I don't. Maybe it'll be in the, the championship. Who knows? Who knows what it'll be? But that last game, when you see him walk the court for the last time, are you gonna be shedding some tears? Oh, for sure. Yeah. He just like the guy is a freaking legend, man. Like. <laughs> through and through oh and again it's it's that emotion like show that emotion show him what yeah he i mean to see what he has accomplished and i, I think it it goes to show you know he kind of just started where he started and, and it just goes to show like you can truly do anything and anything that you ever set your mind to it's just you know there's going to be a lot of people that don't believe in you like I would say 90% of people won't believe in you, but as long as you believe in yourself, you can truly do anything that you set your mind to. 100%. And I don't have the stats online, but I was listening. I think it was a podcast, but they were listing off all his accomplishments, wins, losses. It's nuts, and it'll never it's, be, and nobody will ever top it, ever, no. ever, ever. No. It's, it's wild. But, um, I of course, I had to jot that down in my, yes. in my notes this week. Cause, oh. uh, yeah, as long as I've known you, you've always Coach K, man. Duke super hard. So. What a legend. Um, Dylan. I think uh, I think we're ready to hit the mill, man. What we got for us this week? All right, Bobby. We got to load it around the mill with Dill this week. Uh, you know, we talked about a fucko last week, Bobby, on Around the Mill with Dill. Well, he went from fucko to Lambo because he got a Lamborghini yacht. This man is just rolling in the water with one of, like, I think only 30 of these fuckers were made. But we'll get into a that Lamborghini a little bit. Yacht? A Lamborghini wow. Yacht. That's Yeah, we'll that's get into the details. Well. Oh, definitely. 100%. You think he cares that Holy he broke his shit. ankle? I what think not. What does that even look like? Oh, it's, it's, it's a beaut. We can post I'm it on our socials. I'm going to have to Google yeah. that. That's we'll, crazy. We'll, we'll post it on the socials for sure. So make sure you follow us at Talking Shot Pod on all social media platforms. That's including our new TikTok. That Let's is, go, baby. We are on TikTok. Talking Shop's on TikTok. That's another headline there for you for Around the Mill. Yes, sir. Um, Taco Bell, they've been getting rid of a lot of foods, but they're bringing something new to the menu, and that's called flatbread tacos. We were talking about flatbreads earlier. They're going to have <laughs> flatbread tacos. Okay. Interesting stuff. You Sam's Club people out there, you enjoy Sam's Club? You enjoy Hidden Valley Ranch? Well, get ready because they have an exclusive Sam's Club pepperoni pizza ranch. That's right. Pepperoni what? pizza ranch. Really? It's going to be interesting. That's going to be something. Yeah, they say. What would you put that on? They say it's good for chips. They say it's good for heating up as a dip. Stuff Ooh. like that. I'm not too sure, but I just know that their argument was people like dipping their pizza into ranch, so why not just put it together? So that, okay. I mean. Yeah, I'm Man, I'm not high it. enough for this. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. along with it. That's a wild mix. Man, I mean, that's, I that's the most stoner thing I've ever dip heard. Is intriguing, but I don't know what I would actually put it on. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Crazy. Like maybe I'm sure I'm sure it's good on some shit though for sure. Maybe some pita bread. I don't know. That's random. Maybe yeah. I mean yeah. Could uh, be. I, I have no idea. But also, I noticed uh, you commented on something on Twitter, Bobby, and it was on Twitch not letting Z Laner in one of the tourneys due to him dressing up like Doctor Disrespect. Yeah, Twitch. Twitch is definitely the fuckos of the week, man. For that, that's that's I, I, their whole battle with. Doctor Disrespect, which still is like shrouded in mystery, it's so wild. But the fact that um Zealand just dressed up as him on stream and then they banned him from competing is 
It's really petty, but I thought that was stupid. Yeah, that's it's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. But he ended up tearing it up with uh, Doctor Disrespect. I'm sure later that day in a couple of uh, quads or duos, whatever they do. Uh, but back to that yacht, the Lamborghini yacht. Fucko to Lambo. Conor McGregor has taken delivery. It's beautiful. Of in case you're wondering, three point five million dollar Lamborghini <sighs> yacht. Yikes. He purchased it last year, and it just got delivered to him uh, moments after the fight. But it's 63 feet long, two bedrooms, 4,000 horsepower, and it goes up to 70 miles per hour. The yacht is a one yacht of... going 70 miles an hour. That is, yeah, that's I couldn't even imagine. That's <laughs> wow. so fast. 63, it's crazy looking. You need 63 to foot long boat going to 70. I'm for miles sure fucking yakking if I'm on, if I'm on a yacht going 70. <laughs> right, right. Oh my God. But that yacht, the yacht that he has, is only one of 63. That were made, and McGregor has received the twelfth one that was made in honor of his proper twelve whiskey. So he didn't even pay for it. Is that that's that's oh part gosh. of that as well? He was just gifted it. Uh, I think he's just receiving the number twelve. I think that's the only like kind of nod that they did. I, I mean, I'm assuming he paid the three point five. That's chump change to him. That's true. That is true. Man, uh, that's crazy. And the. Uh, Yep, key. I mean the the value of that is or because those things like devalue so quickly. So probably already worth like six hundred grand. <laughs> I mean the fuel like, cost alone. On that, just like upkeep on just like a regular boat is wild. I can't imagine what a yacht with engines yacht. that big would be like. Yeah, yeah like the team, stuff. That's awesome. Drive it. Take when you're worth 400 mil, I mean, yeah, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, my, I mean, my dad doesn't own a yacht by any stretch of imagination, uh, but he owns a nice, like, boat that has, like, a bedroom and stuff like that in it. But, I mean, just the price to, like, dock it and, like, season it when it's not, like, ready to be in water, that cost alone is just astronomical to, like, almost turn anyone off to even owning a boat. Right. Wow, uh, man, so- I, I didn't even see that in any, like, any headlines. That's insane. <laughs> Well, you well, got it here first, to. baby. TSP exclusive. <laughs> that sucks. He's got to have to get wheeled, or he has to get wheeled onto the motherfucker. But once he's healed up, <laughs> and on his Lamborghini wheelchair, I think probably. he's. A, he, yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he, he? He's rolling around on his electric scooter. I think he was on his Instagram. Yeah, live. it was. Yeah. yeah. Dude, McGregor's wild, man. That dude's wild. I still love him, man. I still love him. I, I wish him the best, but hopefully he's not finished. We'll see. But on, on to the other ones here. I, I, I'm i not sure of the details on how this all happened. But what's what's the deal I'm hearing about uh, Oklahoma or I guess it's all in general players not allowed to do horns down to Texas Longhorns players? I, I heard that as well. I didn't really get into the, the details of that. I think it was the uh, NCAA but... ruled that. They, they said that they can't yeah. do horns down. I mean, I understand it's taunting, but it, it's part of the game. You're not hurting it. If you're hurting people's feelings, you're protecting people's feelings. Okay, well, I mean that's all part of sports. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I didn't. I'll have to look into that. I I because I seen the actual headline. I seen actually Baker Mayfield had a whole post about it too, but um, I didn't I didn't get into like the whole reasoning behind it. Yeah, I just think in general that headline alone that because they've been doing that for do I mean definitely as long as I've been alive, probably twice right. as long. Right, not exactly. Than that. Yeah. And who, who? And it doesn't even matter, anyways, because it seems like college football, at least, is going to be coming down to like four conferences, anyways, as everyone's just leaving their conferences, going to the big top, top five, power five conferences. Like, I think the Big Twelve is just non-existent. Maybe has like a couple teams left. Because I think Oklahoma and Texas are going to the SEC, if I heard that correctly. That could be done within the next week or so. 
And I think uh, that's insane. Yeah, it, it's it's going to wow. get crazy. It's going to get nutty for uh, college football. Just keep the Mac. We need Tuesday football, Tuesday night football. Keep the Mac. <laughs> that's what I'm about. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Keep that. Uh, keep that as is. Definitely. And uh, some other things I have here. I got two more. Two more topics. Naps. Okay. Uh, we were talking about Four. you're going to regret the workouts that. Uh, you don't do well. I definitely did not regret it because I had a beautiful nap the other day. But these naps are like time traveling. I swear to God, because it's like I I lay my, I close my eyes. Okay. I can't wait to hear this. Okay, <laughs> I close my eyes. Okay, and if you don't wake up naturally, then you're like you know kind of like what happened. But you're always asking yourself what the hell, what what day is it, what time is it? Because naps are like yep. unnatural. It's just like out of your normal sleeping realm of time. And uh, if you're suddenly what year is up, it? <laughs> exactly, yeah. And I'm saying, like, I was woken up by Jen and by a phone call, and I literally dead ass 110% thought I was late for work. I didn't wake up because the way she just, she's like, What are you doing? As if, like, I was late for something. So I literally jumped out of a panic, heart beating out of my chest, looking for my work clothes, and like asking her, What time is it? What year is it? What day is it? Because <laughs> I saw, because I think it was like, it was like, I looked at my clock and it was like uh, 5.30 something. It was like p.m. obviously, but I wake up around the close to that time where I have to go towards work, uh, the a.m. side of things. So it was, it was, I think it was just a combination of that, not knowing where the hell I was and not really remembering falling asleep, but dozing off on the bed. Um, naps are like a time travel. What, what are your guys' takes on naps? I haven't had a thing like that. I've always had something stupid happen to me where like, because my bed, was it like against the wall so you like roll over you sleep and you wake up and your fucking face is a centimeter from the wall and you're like what the fuck <laughs> and then, over and realize, then you realize okay i was just against the wall there. Like, pants a little bit like that but um, i know that feeling you're talking about like just the sheer panic of getting woke up and you don't know what time it is like you're I don't know about traveling through time and all that, but definitely, uh, I don't, well, I don't like that feeling that, oh, no, I screwed my whole life up. I'm late for work. That's you know, it. You're late. It's four in the afternoon. What's wrong, man? Yeah, like, where I, am I? I can't tell you the last time I took a nap, but there is research studies that are, like, a 15, 20-minute nap is supposed to be, like, really good for productivity because it's, like, just enough time before you get into that deep sleep state but it also like re- refreshes and rejuvenates you. So I feel like I definitely need to start. Yeah, I saw. I saw. I think I saw that too. Like, see us too. Someone with like black coffee, like drinking black coffee, like and having like a fifteen minute power nap. It's like you're good for like six hours or something. Yep. Yep. Amen. Huh. My kids huh? are so full of energy because they get good naps. Oh, I, I don't know, know why that's we're not true. adapting yeah. that after kids. Well, I think mine just made out of evil. <laughs> Runs on evil energy. <laughs> Tearing things Could up. Be, yeah. She's gotten into drawing on things just like this past week. Like she's really good about drawing on paper, but now it's moved on to the walls, the floor. I'm just I guess while this, on, while this is on the mind, while we're talking about naps before I move on to the last segment or topic here in the segment, uh, have any of you experienced sleep paralysis? Because I've heard stories and it's terrifying. I have it myself, but no, just the no. Uh, what I feel is life threatening calf. Um, Ooh, I don't know where you're calf, going. Uh, you like the it? Charlie cramps? horse, like the yeah. leg cramps, dude. Yeah. Be just, I would be like in the middle of the night, and it's oh man, yeah, those are brutal. I'm gonna chop my whole leg off. Oh, I think what it usually means like you, you didn't have enough. I don't know. I think I read something. I had enough water that yeah, day or something. It usually, which 
I usually try to drink about a gallon a day, so they don't happen as often, but when they do, it's just like... And what do yeah, you do? Chop my leg off right now. Like You got to get up and stretch it out. There's no other way to... Well, I mean, yeah, but it, when the way it wakes you up, you're in so much pain. It's like it it almost like paralyzes you, man. My, my like, hard to move. Mine's the favorite part is the combo of the the Charlie horse, then you get wrapped in the sheet or blanket when you're trying to deal with it. You can't so get now out. you're yeah, now you're just you're double screwed. Yeah. I'm trying to get up to get to get water, get up to stretch it out, something. Oh no, I can't because I'm wrapped up in this goddamn blanket and I'll fall on my face. <laughs> All sorts of piss stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I have a lot more of that experience back in like uh, when I played football back in high school. It was it was bad. Like more, I was a lot more active. But uh, stretching is another terrible habit of mine, or lack thereof, because I don't stretch at all. Um, so I should probably start doing that more often in the mornings, even if it takes like five ten minutes of your your day. Um, yeah, you don't even do that like initial morning stretch. That's like I mean, like your casual like eight thousand know? percent endorphins for me. <laughs> <laughs> that old I'm talking that. like yeah, I'm like man. legit stretching, like doing like your like almost like pre-workout stretching. I I, I heard someone say that in like your pre-game warm-ups or pre-workout warm-up, whatever, like you have to like build up a sweat. If you're not sweating, you didn't stretch right. Is that correct? Hmm. Mm, I don't know if I'm. That's Who are you doing? Said that. That's a pretty intense stretch. Well, maybe maybe it's not. <laughs> stretch maybe, with these hard like just like sitting down stretching, but I think it was more more along the lines of just like warming up, like doing yeah. like active like ah uh, yoga class, active warm ups, getting the blood pressure or yeah. I could see that on like leg days and stuff. Like I don't know about. I mean, maybe dripping a little That'd bit of brutal. sweat, but. <laughs> Getting your heart rate up a little bit, but damn. Yeah, I'm just stretching. I actually yeah. have to start my workout. I haven't even started maybe the workout that, yet. Maybe that's the reason. Yeah, maybe that's the reason I don't even stretch. I just he scared me out of stretching. Yeah, that means whatever he's doing. Good God, <laughs> tell him to chill out a little bit. Tell him to take maybe one less scoop of pre-workout. Yeah, yeah, he's probably this one of those Jack like, 3D yeah. from back in the day. Definitely one of those guys yeah. who just do it dry. The dry scoops. Hundred percent. Yeah, but why is that uh, cool now? Do you guys, I don't know. I, th- I heard it's actually a health hazard. Like you can't be doing that. It's bad for you. It, bad yeah. for well, it doesn't matter. Choking hazard, weird. right? At least a minimum choking hazard. It's like the cinnamon challenge, you know? Oh, I don't do that. That, uh, yeah, except you don't feel like you're on meth when you're doing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, do you guys, when you obviously you tip when you're out at restaurants and you get service from waitresses, waiters, and etc. Uh, even for delivery, um, we're doing a DoorDash deliveries and uh, whatnot. You get you tip. Now, are you tipping when you do carryout order pickups? Like you're going to the place, you're driving your from your house to the place, and you're picking up that order, and then you pay for your food, or you already paid for on, online. Are you tipping uh, for carryout pickup when you pick it up yourself? Yeah, yeah, I usually will. Yeah, I personally, I always tip. I just. I don't know. And I worked in the service industry, so I think that's part of the reason too. But yeah, I'm always Okay, yeah. It doesn't matter what it is, I always tip. It depends. Yeah, I mean that person's making what fucking four fifty an hour, so yeah, throw a couple bucks. Especially yeah. if you go to a place that they'll they'll actually go through each individual thing and make sure you got everything you got. Mm-hmm. You got it, yeah. Toss I've been burning the other Did way. You, Dylan? Cause the way, the way you asked. Well, maybe I should be fucko of the week because I yeah. Have I, I I've 
just always oh, thought, no. you know, I'm not paying for the service as far as like a waiter giving giving me drinks, giving me food, and like you know every single fucking need I had. They need, are giving like, you your the food. ketchup. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm technically yes speaking, and after you know elaborating with someone who has been in the service industry, um, I noticed. Oh, I know now. I should say because I shouldn't. I, should, I don't feel as I feel terrible. Yes, but. Looking at it from the side that I was not informed that the tips go to the host, hostess, and that's the only form of like pay they get. As like, cause I didn't know they're on waitress. I thought they were on hourly pay as hostess because they're obviously not serving. They're not, not out there serving tables. I think it depends on where you're tips. at. Yeah. But apparently, the hostess get tips as well, and they work off the same like very shitty low hourly pay because they get tips. I don't know. I've, I've I'm glad you know now, man. And I yeah, I feel terrible. Or like there was nothing in the bag, you know what I mean? Like I'm missing an entire meal, tipped, I don't know, six, seven, eight dollars over the bill. Be like, and the white it was missing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean check your bag. You always check your bag. You got to, you got to check the bag. I mean, it's not really a trust issue. It's just like you know a confer- a reconfirmation issue, and uh, you know you just don't want to be that person that goes all the way home and finds out then because that's when you're really pissed off, and then you know. You have a whole restaurant that's on the blacklist, and you'll never go back there again. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, fuck you, Red Robin. Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, shit. What was I gonna say? Yes, I know now because Jen was actually in the service industry, and she told me that uh, hostess they only make that the tips, and like I've never like tipped when I carried out because like I always had that Dwight Schrute mentality, I guess, of like I'm not gonna tip someone if I could do the job myself. You like list all these things of like things I can do himself. He's a fictional character, so now that we know. <laughs> well, I'm just giving a, com- a comparison. I wasn't like living my life based on what he said. Come on now. <laughs> the yeah, you were. That is what you just said. <laughs> oh, I said it's like that the mentality. We are recording it. Run it back. <laughs> no good. Yeah, definitely. You know, big tip for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, going forward. Close out the mill on that, Dylan. That is all for around the mill with Dill. Okay, well, before we get out of here, uh, plug websites, socials, all that good stuff, um, whatever we can hammer out there for you, try to get some uh, more eyes and ears on what you're doing. Yeah, so on Instagram, I'm most active on Instagram. Um, my website and everything is on there. I usually have some like freebies. I think right now it's like how to lose fat without giving up your favorite foods or something like that. So that Instagram is at Heather Cox Fit. Yes, at Heather Cox Fit. And like I said, I'm in the DMs a lot. If you have any questions, anything like that, feel free to shoot them my way. There you go. So make sure, uh, if you haven't yet, give her a follow. And ladies out there, if you're wanting to uh, get on the the road to the body that you want, she's the person to talk to and get you on the right track. Heather, uh, we really, really appreciate you coming on and giving us some of your time uh, to talk some shop with us. We'll have to bring you back uh, sometimes. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you guys. I really appreciate the uh, opportunity to share everything with you guys. 100%. Dylan, you know what time it is. Yes, sir. Thank you, Heather, for hopping on with me, Joe, and Bobby of the TSP Nation all around the world. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you have a wonderful week. Go follow us on TikTok, our new social media. That's at Talking Shop Pod. And that's all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Help us get to 200 before 200 episodes. You know the proclamation that was made a couple weeks ago. Ladies and gentlemen, follow it up. Have a wonderful week. Take care.